0: you go. We're live, Tim.
1: Great. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for that. Like, it just shocked me. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to everyone. Uh, This is the fifth uh, in our social advocacy series for influential employees uh analytic and tribal hostess uh we try to do it once a month we haven't done it for the last few months uh because of a few things which have been distracting us recently but uh, we're delighted to be joined by brian madden the lead technologist and evangelist <laughs> at vmware and uh it's so so great to have you on the show uh brian thank you so much for joining yeah thanks tim thanks Sarah. glad to be here Thank you. Fantastic. And I just wanted to say that, um, uh, so we produced the an analytical report recently on influential employees in the tech industry. And Brian came number one in uh, on the Twitter uh, SME list, which was great to see. Um, and also showed up in, I think it was Future of Work, Cloud and Edge Computing, and, um, and other tech innovation topics that we talked about. So it's great to be able to have you on the show. Um, it would be wonderful to just give you, give all our viewers a bit of a background of who you are, Brian, and also how you developed your social media influence.
2: All right. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. And what an honor to be recognized and especially in the topics that are the exact thing that I blog and tweet about. So your system must be working. Um, <laughs> but my name is Brian Madden and um, I, my little thing down there says Brian. There it is because I just typed my name. I didn't realize that was the name that goes on the... <laughs> on the world, Let's go to the world. Hello, I'm Brian. Uh, I work at VMware. Um, we are a software company. Uh, VMware is a giant software company, like thirty thousand employees, ten billion dollars a year. We make software that powers the cloud, essentially. Um, my role within VMware is uh, talking about. Uh, so I work in our CTO office, um, and I talk about um, and focus on the future and kind of our long term direction and vision and what customers are doing and. I'm working with customers and with our product management and how we tell the stories and sort of like the future stuff. It's a very cool job. Um, I'm an individual contributor, which means I have no one reporting to me. I just kind of do my thing. I've been in IT for 25 years, since 1995. Um, and I've always been sort of an independent person. My specific area of expertise is called end user computing. So that's all the devices that you touch, right? It's your laptop, your phone, um, you know, all your devices, how do, how do companies manage that and secure that and everything. And I've been doing that 25 years, and I've always been sort of entrepreneurial and pretty independent. You know, um, 20 years ago, I wrote my first book. I've written six or seven books over the past couple of decades. Um, started out doing consulting. I created a website called BrianBadden.com, which I ran for 15 years. I created a conference called Bri Forum. Um, just been in this industry a very, very long time, um, but always as an industry analyst, kind of looking out, um, you know, from the outside, looking into this industry. And about three years ago, I decided to join VMware, put my money where my mouth is. So instead of being an industry analyst, it just kind of is commenting on what these companies should be doing, and eh, maybe join a company and actually do something. Uh, so that's what I've been doing for the past three years. It's been awesome. I am a, 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 a tiny fish in a huge 30,000 person pond. Um, and it's great. And now, you know, I'm, I live in Seattle. I am in my basement. Uh, it's 9.40 a.m. I'm in my basement talking to people all over the world. Uh, this is now my job, uh, as it's been for the past seven months, and I hope for my job for the next five years is just sitting in my basement, drinking coffee, talking to people.
0: <laughs> what an introduction. Brian, I've seen some of your videos. We have never met before today, but I love your videos, and and you just said you've just changed desks because you wrote, recently wrote a blog about how you set up your office and sound I am ashamed, right? I was trying to move my desk before we started talking to you today because I read that blog and I thought, oh, okay, this is awkward. Um, <laughs> but I'm a bit, <laughs> we can't see the base in front of you now because you said, oh, you know, if I, am I yeah. authentic? And then you turn around and give a bit of a.
2: That's right. I had it. So, so it's not there. Right. What Sarah's saying. So this is my first webcast from uh, my new basement location, um, which you, my, my desk was up on my sort of like middle level of my house. Um, and like most of us, You know, I mean, my job was working from home, but my job really was living on an airplane. And so for my first few years of VMware, I was traveling. uh, I mean, I don't know how many nights, half, like a lot. Like I was traveling every week, two, three days a week, sometimes gone for two or three weeks at a time. Um, I mean, I was United Global Services, Marriott Ambassador, uh, all the things you can have, you know, uh, Uber Platinum, all the levels you can get uh, on all these travel perks. And, um, and so I was working from home, but not really like every day, all day, every day, right? And so as the um, sort of pandemic came on, and we we weren't traveling anymore, you know, I just wasn't super happy with the quality of a lot of these Zoom interactions. Obviously, we couldn't all we couldn't buy webcams, you know. In March, there was a yeah. run on on, on them. Um, but I I thought about how much money we spent to visit a customer. You know, I yeah. go for a forty five minute meeting. Uh, you, you spend you know eight hundred dollars on a flight, a couple hundred bucks on a hotel. I mean, you spend fifteen hundred dollars to do to 45 minute customer meeting and burn two days. Yep. And I'm like, okay, well, how much video equipment can we buy for a house? Like buy a good camera, buy some good lights, buy a, you know, buy a decent microphone, um, buy the in-ear headphones that you can't uh, you know, that you can't see like buy, buy these things. Um, and for 1500 bucks or whatever, you can have a pretty dope setup. Like look <laughs> at these lights, they change colors. Um, 30 bucks on Amazon, right? <laughs> So when, I'm, when I'm having a customer meeting, I'll set these to the colors of the, I mean, just the little stuff like that, right? So, my point is, you know. Have you set them to our brand colors, Brian? Yeah, Let's do that. Just right now. Yeah, brand Brian. Colors. The, the, this is the default, which is the VMware brand colors. Um, and what are your brand colors?
0: Well, onalyte- I'm orange. is blue. So orange and blue, we'll do, please. We'll
2: do, do yes, if you orange. can. <laughs> and, this is superb.
0: Uh, I don't think we've ever spoken to anyone who could. Switch their custom lights to, mi- to match blue. this session.
2: There's the blue one. Oh, look at that! Yeah, now these things are linked together. If I can get the other, there we go. Turn that one on, turn that one off, and now uh, orange is the other one possibly, and we can look at that. Tune this the is... orangeness of it. I'm uh, impressed, the first Brian. One I turned off. And
0: the reason anyway. I've mentioned this is because I just think that you have paid so much attention to this whole working at home environment. And this is what's made me tweak a little bit. I mean, I did a little bit. I have got a microphone, I've got my lights and stuff, but not to the extent that you have. But the whole digital influence thing does happen. You know, you have to have a decent setup. We are now talking to customers in this way, and influence starts from first impressions, right? So it just fascinated me. And I thought, you know, that would be useful for other people to understand. How you've done it. And now you've got switching lights. I'm afraid I'm on Amazon yeah. after this. And, you know, um... <laughs>
2: and, and I've got, I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can do, right? So, I, so I've, I upgraded and upgraded and upgraded, right? I bought a teleprompter glass. So I'm looking at you right through my camera lens. So my eyes aren't like, you know, down mm-hmm. like this. I'm not looking over here as I'm talking over there. Um, mm. I don't have it plugged <laughs> in right now, but I have my iPad plugged in so I can do virtual light boarding. So like using a, your pen on the iPad and I can draw lines directly onto the screen in front of me so we can... You know whiteboard oh, out together yeah. we can stream these meetings via twitch so when you have customer meetings i mean now for customer meeting record it right yeah. Yeah. i would fly around and you know when, when i was a consultant before joining vmware i was charging a thousand dollars an hour for consulting yeah and um uh, and that was my phone rate if i if i go on, on site there's 20 grand um and now working for um a vendor there's no charging for that i'm just part of the vendor machine mm-hmm. um But when, when, when a customer gets me for an hour, you know, maybe I'm talking about the VMware products for a while, but we're just kind of rapping about the industry and what's happening and what are your thoughts and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm like, man, push record on that. Right. Yeah. So, so now that every meeting is virtual, whether it's zoom or teams or, or whatever, um, you know, we have the meeting like this, push record, we'll do the whiteboard in here. We'll capture everything. And then you can watch it later. You can share it. Um, the, the, the whole meeting virtually, there's a lot to it that I think we as an industry haven't really figured out yet. Mm-hmm. Because what we're trying to do with these meetings and these interactions is to emulate physical environment, emulate the old environment, because that's all we know. Yeah. Um, and, and the analogy I use with people, it's like when television first came out. They didn't know what to do. They literally pointed TV cameras at the radio actors, like reading dr- radio <laughs> dramas, like the guy with the <laughs> sheets making thunder. and not, Like, what do you do? Yeah. And, and, and after a while, it's like, oh, we, this is a whole different medium. It's more like play, te- like teleplays. And so I think that's the same thing with Zoom and all It's working from home. We are just now figuring out how to make that work.
0: Yeah. And, that's I, really I knew that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for me, you know, it, it's going back. Everything that I've done in my entire life has been about authenticity. Yeah. And so um, I tell people when you're meeting with a customer, when you're on a podcast, on a show, it, that has to be the place that you want to be more than anywhere else in the world at that moment. Yeah. And if yeah. you don't want to be there, don't be there. Don't do it. I, I'm really I glad that you feel like that now, Brian. This
0: I, I noticed I Anita. Anita's said, hi, Anita. I don't know if you're still watching. We're getting comments, Brian. I don't know if you've seen these in LinkedIn. Line. Which lights have you got, Anita? Have you got the flashy ones that Brian's got or the ring one that I've got? Because I'm upgrading soon. So um, <laughs> I, I next I need time to do you see me, I'm going to have disco yeah, lights. The
2: lights are fantastic. I mean, you know, yeah. these lights are 100 bucks each. You Google three point lighting. I got one there. I got one there. I got one in back. You can adjust the color temperature. Um, You can match it to your camera. Um, You know, then those, those little ones in back, like I said, Amazon, like 30 bucks each, there's an iPhone app to control them. Um, The technology we need. Yeah. To be able to deliver a good experience um, is, is very achievable. And so for me, that means that, you know, I I micromanage and think about everything uh, like, just the presentation, how it's... Good. I put myself in the shoes of the pre- people I'm talking to. What yeah. would they want to listen to? What experience would they like? You know, they don't want someone who's kind of fuzzy. The background is like Zoom fake background. is like making their ear oh, appear yeah. and disappear. <laughs> or they're like sitting down like this. Or the microphone's back there and they're kind of like this. And you're talking like, I'm watching Do you know what? Hour. Come but on, I think, man. Oh, Anita
0: has got color-changing lights. Now I really feel like I'm missing out. That is FOMO big time. So I... I do think maybe brands can help encourage, enable employees to do this. Really, what is a good office setup? I'm sure I've spoken to somebody at one of the major software brands, actually, and they've been having training on this, so they get that kind of encouragement and stuff. Anyway, I shall stop talking. and Tim, I'm sure you've got a question. What are, are <laughs> I
1: actually mean, have a. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. I've, I mean, I I would be fascinated to talk about uh, lights. My lights are really bad, so I probably need all the <laughs> all all the advice in in the world. Um, what I want to ask you was two thousand sixteen. You said, um, I I read a blog that you wrote about uh, pre when you joined VMware that you went on a beach and you took a big time out from social media. So obviously, you 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 joined VMware and you you then came back into social media. Can you can you talk a bit about you know how you felt? That your kind of social media influence grow and like when that really happened and and talk a bit about that journey because I imagine on the beach you weren't you weren't you were trying to avoid mobiles I think and uh, and you didn't have your cell phone at that time
2: right yeah so you know I think we have to back up a little bit and understand my relationship with social media I do not use any social media in my personal life so I don't have Facebook I don't have I don't even know what the other ones are Snap Instagram Chat (laughs) TikTok I don't, I don't have any of this stuff don't i mean i'm 43 years old um i kind of like I, I don't have kids i mean i i, I, I don't need it I, I i poked around a little bit um you know when it first came out i basically found all the people from high school that i didn't like then and i didn't care what they had for lunch um, this is 10 years ago right it's like it's just never been a thing in my life
0: you weren't on friends reunited then i take it <clears throat> when that was the thing was that a thing over there, I of, United? It, I think it's there something that
2: I'm the wrong person. <laughs> it's Clearly something
1: that it's more in the UK, I think, Sarah. But it's was, uh, uh, oh. I think I think we're showing our age if
2: we know what that Sorry.
0: is.
2: Sorry, okay, oh, forget <laughs> that forget I, um, You know, the thing is though. So for me, um, I use Twitter, uh, and and LinkedIn has become sort of a social media thing now, like with the news feeds and that sort of thing. Um, I use Twitter and LinkedIn. I both I use them both for work. Twitter, I've been using since two thousand and seven. So in fact. Um, I even wrote some blogs back when I was doing BrianMedden.com about why I use Twitter and why you too should use Twitter for work. Like it was really people, this is 13 years ago with Twitter. People didn't understand then. They're like, why do I care what hamburger flavor you had today? I'm like, well, you don't have, like, there's more to that than Twitter. And people are like, I, that's all I see on Twitter. I'm like, well, you are following the wrong people. First of all, I follow 31 people on Twitter. I don't want any algorithms deciding what because if you follow a thousand people you're not reading a thousand updates the twitter gods are deciding what you read i don't want them to decide there's 31 people if they start tweeting too much about not work it's an unfollow like i use twitter to actually learn about and engage with this industry um and for me uh you know so so twitter and linkedin i've always used for work when i took that break i didn't go to college so i started working in high school i kind of worked straight through high school kind of working forever. So, so until a few years ago, I didn't have more than like two weeks of not working since I was 14 or whatever, whenever I first started scooping ice cream. And so I took, I took almost two years off. Um, and, uh, I got rid of my smartphone. I was a flip phone only. Um, I say got rid of my smartphone. I got rid of my Blackberry. Um, <laughs> yes. I went back to flip phone, paper maps, um, you know, kind of drove around the country was to spend some time in Florida. Um, it was, it was awesome. Um, but it wasn't hard for me to disconnect because I had disconnected from all of work, right. all of the industry. So Twitter and LinkedIn also like very easy to just, you know, drop, drop that. Um, so, had it, so had you built up your
1: audiences before 2016 or was it mainly when you came to VMware that you already built the the scale of your audience?
2: No. And so um, it, it had been that way before. In fact, I think I didn't lose. I mean, on, on, um, on Twitter, I'm like 20,000 followers and I've been twenty thousand, I think, for kind of a while. Um, I don't really think I grew any since I joined VMware, or I don't think I lost any since I since I joined VMware. Um, I, that was mostly done from BrianMaden.com over the the you know ten years or so of that. The thing is, I don't, you know, for me, like I said, I, when I'm giving a speech, when I'm giving a talk, when I'm doing a podcast. I want to do the, I want to produce the content that people want to see. Um, And the same is true Twitter. So for Twitter, I don't have any kind of like posting schedule. I'm not doing, you know, like we must have two tweets a day must have a good one must have three retweets. I'm I'm doing none of that. I tweet when I've got something that's worth tweeting. Sometimes I'll go two months without anything. Sometimes it'll be four a day. Um, You know, I feel like uh, for for me, um, uh, that's, that's what works. And and if that got me an audience, if I would have a bigger audience, if I tweeted more consistently, Maybe, um, but mm. I, I don't want to pollute the Twitter sphere with like more um, chum. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like it's, it's uh, you know, I, I tweet when I tweet, um, when it's something worth saying. Uh, and, and I use Twitter and LinkedIn almost the same. Um, so almost everything I tweet, I also put onto LinkedIn uh, and, and, and vice versa. But it's, it's very sporadic. It's when I have something worth sharing uh, versus like must do this every single day. Now, yeah. that said, Twitter's not my day job. I get a paycheck from VMware. Um, I do my thing at VMware. I'm not uh, like a media company or uh, like a professional influencer or something like that. Back when I was doing madden.com we had an editorial calendar. We knew what articles were dropping on which days. We knew Tuesdays were better than Mondays. We knew we had a new like we knew everything and it was dialed in. And the tweets, all that stuff, was sort of dialed into that. So I'm not trying to like knock the idea of like planning and f- being strategic about that kind of stuff. It's just that in my position right now, my actual day job is being this um, technologist at VMware. Twitter is just like a side thing that I, that I do. Um, so I don't have to pay his attention uh, as much to it.
0: But you clearly get a lot of value through engaging with your network. I saw a question the other day, I think it was on your feed actually about that, Tim, about internal influencers and evangelists and you should pay them extra or whatever. And, and, I, and what I'm hearing from you is that you're passionate about just engaging with the community. It's how you stay in touch with people. It's not, um, you know, you don't do it for any other reason. You don't do it for targets or KPIs or it's because it helps you do your role better and you enjoy it. Is that... Is that the motivator I'm trying to get underneath why you do what, it, what you do?
2: Yeah. It, you know, at the end of the day, like I got really mad at Twitter a few months ago when, um, you know, Twitter kind of got political in this country and there's a lot of garbage there. And what I really didn't like about Twitter was I couldn't stay off the news. Like if I went to Twitter, it would show in the sidebar, here's tend- trending topics. And it, it, it's all these things that get you riled up, right? Which is the whole like social media problem is they get you like riled up. And so I couldn't do Twitter without seeing the stuff. I actually I finally switched my location to um Oman um in Twitter so that all <laughs> the um trending done. tweets are in um like Arabic, which I don't read. Um so that way I don't see it. Although today it's like squiggle, 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 like trending now, all these Arabic squiggles and then it says like Nevada. I'm like oh for fuck's sake.
1: Uh, <laughs> It actually it actually creates a bit of a headache for companies like us, Brian, because when we analyze people's locations to be able yeah. to try and sort of help brands and some people say um screw you in the location or or put like a different country and and then we have to we have to invest a lot more money to actually get the get the precise location, but anyway, that's oh, the aside. <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly. so tough. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we um, had a, but, we've
0: had a question. I don't even know if Johan's still on, but Johan said, Does Brian switch his color? temperature during the day so do you switch ah. it like depending on your mood as daylight to, changes during the day
2: so um so one of the reasons i moved to where i am right now um is and, and i don't have my whole full setup right here so i can't show you the other view um my house is a square like a let's say like a castle like a cube and there's a lot of glass and okay. so when i was upstairs it was all gla- i didn't have good light control and so these lights i use you can adjust the color temperature between like 2700 and 55 or whatever so i'd actually have to move it to more daylight during the day and then adjust on the camera as well to keep everything sort of in check. Um, one of the reasons I moved to the basement, and this is why I was saying earlier, you know, in February, March, when pandemic began, I had my desk sort of in the middle of my house. And it's the desk I worked occasionally. There's a screen and my little, you know, Logitech webcam and some speakers. It wasn't that big of a deal. But as I got to do more and more at home, and I put in lights and I put in a microphone, I put in this camera and all these different things. All of a sudden the desk in my living space turned into this huge gorilla mess of wires and and like I couldn't get away from work. And it's like right there (laughs) in the middle level of my house by my TV. Like every time I saw it, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. So that's part of what got me to move this down to the basement. The second reason I moved it to the basement is I've got more pristine light control. So I can close all the blinds here and actually darken this room completely and then use just the artificial lights. And I can set the color temperature on the artificial lights and the camera to all match and never have to change it. So a lot yeah. of my life previously wow. was like moving shades and color temperature adjustments and everything um, just, to get my skin not to look green. Uh, but, so no.
0: I'm prepared for this. I have got some work to do. Yeah.
2: Yeah, black <laughs> no, shade. No,
0: did you question, Johan? I do have to ask. I know we're, we're running up on time, but I do have to ask, Brian, your videos are, are pretty uh, different. Um, and I will mention the carpet snow angels and the prep- <laughs> Uh, that you did which <laughs> is like I love your videos you think totally different about uh, there's no way I would do that by the way but when you're talking about webinars or speaking opportunities or something like that you where do you get your crazy ideas from but that's how you stop people right on the dwell time on LinkedIn
2: yeah I mean It's kind of funny too. So, first of all, like, yeah, everyone wants promotional these promotional videos. Like, oh, promote your webcast, promote your webcast. It can't be like, Hi, my name's Brian Madden. We're gonna have a webcast of VMware this Friday. We want like really, it's just a picture of a dude, like a headshot of a dude talking about technology. Like uh, Yeah. So I need to look around the house. I live in Washington, marijuana is legal here. Um, so you know, just like smoke up and uh write down a bunch of ideas as they come in, and then the next morning you know, you're like carpet snow angels. What does that mean? Yeah. Okay. Let's it's not my newsfeed.
0: I'll tell you, I was scrolling through and I was like, I've got to watch this. What is-? Anybody who's watching who's thinking, think, what are we talking about? You just need to go onto Brian Madden's uh, LinkedIn profile and have a look down. Or I think it's on your Twitter profile. Really cool. I just think, yeah. I mean,
2: someone, wanted a, uh, uh, someone wanted something last week and it's Halloween decorations. I need a promo for something we're doing. I'm looking around. and It's like, uh, there's a skull uh for the decorations it's like yes i saw that one i'm like oh it's like hamlet to be or not to be so like let's do this and you, you know you just you just, uh, whatever's crazy i've got to do one for tomorrow i have no idea what i'm going to do i walk around the house you just because I'm, I'm locked in the house like everybody is right now right so it's like yeah. kind of what can i do immediately it, it's just selfie cam on the iphone it's not production value whatever like just look around and what can you do and like i, I don't know um yeah Something with masks, right? You just sort of pull that thread, and, and but this is the thing. At the end of the day, people are going to watch things that are authentic and interesting. Uh-huh. If you share what you actually think is interesting, then you're going to get you're going to get that influence. You know, if it's if it's something where it's like, hey, this, you know, act now and uh, enter a chance to win a contest to win a, a Apple TV. You know, it's like, really, you're going to put me in a contest with 10,000 people to win something worth 200 bucks. And like, why am I or this vendor? Big news. We signed a new part. We signed a new partner in Norway. And like, please retweet like who the F cares. Um, So it's got to be stuff that that for companies who are reaching out to their influencers, they, they need news that is actually interesting. I feel like there's so many people in this sort of like social media marketing world who went to social media college and like have these social media playbooks. Like, well, you're supposed to have these things and this thing and here's this retweets and this. And it's just make stuff interesting Mm. and people will pay attention. Make your videos interesting. Make your content interesting. People like interesting.
1: So, Brian, what I love about, about uh You is that you don't have a a set strategy. A lot of people that we Sarah and I have interviewed and chatted to on LinkedIn Live about this, uh, they have a strategy. They they post at a certain time, and you're just, you know, when you've got passion and energy, you just go for it at that particular time. And it it it's obviously you know really shows up in your content. Uh, Have you seen the impact that your social media content has had on other VMware employees? Has it encouraged people to 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 kind of um, replicate what you do or have you got any kind of um feeling of the impact that you've that you've got internally within within other employees
2: uh it's hard to say i mean you know VMware is a very very large company um so they have we have entire departments dedicated to all you know like i said all these people that went to social media college like they we have those people and <laughs> um vmware does a lot of there's a lot of stuff to support there's daily emails on here are you know like trends here are highlights here's blogs here's tweets that people are doing and 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 you can subscribe to this news list internally, which I do. And, and here's 10 sort of suggested topics or things to tweet about or post about or, or sort of whatever. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I, my job within VMware is not social media. Um, so I'm not in the social media department. I'm not in the marketing department. I'm just kind of like some dude doing my thing. Um, so I don't really. I, I see a lot of like. <laughs> vmware has you know like a lot of big companies there's like these approved images um and you know you go to like our marketing portals internally and like here's the approved images and it's always like a perfect blend of humans like you know like multi-age multi-gender multi-race multi-clothes they all have like apple devices with like no apple logos on them somehow and you know there's a picture of (laughs) you know like here's an important Post about working from home when there's like a picture of a woman like sitting on her bed with a laptop like what value does that image add to that there's this great thing called the taft test um google that if you haven't read about it it says if with the image in social media or the web if you can replace it with um with uh, an image of william howard taft is that the guy's name like eighth president or whatever this old president if you can replace the image with the image of president taft and it doesn't change the meaning of the story then you probably don't <laughs> need that image in the story so my point is is a lot of these recommended tweets are still these like very generic images and that stuff never works it never works like you see these things there's a picture of me with a skull like just like this and you'll get whatever it is like you can see tweets engagements if you click through i I don't really click into that kind of stuff you see oh you got 40 likes or whatever and then like the corporate one is like some generic person working at a coffee shop that gets two. I mean, it's it's, 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 I would say no, as a matter of fact, like my, my, my style has not influenced um, a lot of my co workers, at least, at least not the VMware sort of like machinery. Um, there's, there's other co- colleagues I have who will, you know, tweet things um, in their own way. My whole thing is I don't do anything personal, though, like, there's no football scores, there's no, you know, political stuff on weekends, there's no like, it's, it's not, it's not used like, Like that. So I think the people that have personality are using it for more than just their work stuff.
0: Well, I think you have inspired people because on the comments I can see, uh, Bruce, uh, Christian Lowry says Brian inspires all of us to be more creative. So maybe you didn't realise it, Brian, but you do. Um, and Brian has made a huge impact internally. We share his videos to, with other stakeholders who want to create promo videos as an example of best practice. So some of your colleagues are shouting out to you, Brian, to say you are making oh, a fantastic. Difference. So you didn't even know that, you see. And I hey, think Christian well, Lowry
2: guy is great. So okay, this is perfect. So uh, this that's- a guy at vmware i don't really know him but i just know that when i submitted some of these videos they're like oh this is actually interesting because it wasn't just a person talking can you do some more and i'm like sure uh so the reward about doing these things that are actually kind of interesting is you get to do more and more um yeah. and that's great that, that's awesome that's awesome they're paying attention i feel like the thing is you got to not be afraid to be out there mm. you got to get out there like are you an idiot for um like yelling at a skull in your backyard while While you're filming it you know for for, for hanging upside down in your rings to like for 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 all these things yes absolutely absolutely you look like an idiot that's why people click on it uh so I how like many
1: it. how many takes did, 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 did how many takes did you do and did you do you have
2: close next door neighbors that um that were looking <laughs> over the fence um, the skull one was actually at a friend of mine and um that one was the second it was, was only two takes and ironically I had worked so hard to like memorize the lines or whatever um you know to be or not to be that whole thing uh, Very and then i got through all that and then I messed up at the end um i forgot what event i was promoting i was like <laughs> and was like, hey, next week at yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: we'll get get you we'll get you on the stage brian we've got the globe theater over here i'm sure you'll be fine at that so fantastic
2: (laughs) burn it down Uh, Do you know there is
0: one one thing you do say though which i think is the thing clear message for me out of all of this is authentic and that's it comes up doesn't it it's like a buzzword on every one of these tim that we do Companies are full of people like you, Brian, but they just don't feel like they've got permission to do it. So I just think you're quite inspiring for others, especially in the tech space where we are very used to like the, you know, the typical stock pictures and, you know, boring content and, you know, but people like you brighten it up. And we've got so many great employees that sit behind the logo. I just feel like we just need to release them. And uh, I find you really inspiring for that. Same.
2: Yeah. It's. Thank you. It's. Um. It keeps it fun. I mean, gosh, our jobs are IT. How boring is that? (laughs) Like computers. Uh. I mean, I dedicate my life to it. Like I'm not. I'm. I'm in. uh, I'm. 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 I spent all weekend making cables for my new little data center down here. Like I'm. I'm. (laughs) I'm hardcore into it. Right. But. But like, holy moly, it's IT. Um. The thing is, and this is what we I think organizations have to figure out, especially like larger companies who have influencers who work at the companies as employees. You know, in my sense, I'm, like, very secure in my career. Um, My, I mean, we have 30,000 employees. My email is brian at vmware.com. Like, I'm good. I came in at a high level of the company. I'm a name, I'm a household brand in our industry. Like, no one's telling Brian what to do. Um, So, like, I don't use my own power. I don't use the VMware corporate PowerPoint templates. I don't use the corporate, you know, Twitter templates for retweets and, like, hero images on posts and all that kind of stuff. So, my stuff is interesting because our company says you know here are the here's our social media toolkit and i'm like uh i'm good y'all thanks i'm gonna do my own thing (laughs) um so that makes it interesting so 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 but if i were like a more junior level if i was 24 and in my first job and like kind of like bright-eyed and i want to change the world and trying to move up the corporate ladder and everything i don't know if i would be Mm. as bold as i am because i have no fear of getting fired like you like i'm not like no one's gonna tell me like because i had 20,000 twitters before I joined VMware. They hired me because I was like this crazy dude who was out in the world. So like yeah. I can have a more permission to be crazy. So I think that's the thing is that, that people have to sort of recognize that, um, you know, if you're going to be out there uh, doing goofy stuff, some things might be kind of goofy. And a lot of companies want to, be, especially now when people are parsing every language and every word and every tweet and everything, and they're going back to what you wrote three years ago. I mean, it's, it's a very tough mm-hmm. environment for, for people to feel both the permission themselves to let themselves go but also for companies i mean i can get it if i was sort of yeah. some marketing or legal person at a large company and it's like hey we want to let all of our twitter users be crazy um what do you think and i'd be like there's <laughs> a corporate template can we just use that please um you know like, i get it so it's it's people have to be like bold but the, the companies have to give them permission to be crazy oh, and it's vmware so far yeah has it, been great for me i and and um you know i think that uh uh i think that's i think that's that's one of the great things about vmware and i think that's you know something that more companies need to do for sure
0: Mm. brilliant oh and there there you go give him a follow got your twitter account on there so brilliant thank you elena you got your fan club on as well then brian <laughs> it's brilliant no we love watching this and it's been i've i had a whole list of things i wanted to talk to you about but i think we're running up against the time now so good.
2: i'm good till 10 30s i got 22 more minutes we can cut it off i don't know how your show goes i only watched it for the first time um you know a couple weeks ago um so i'm good but i'm fine to, i'm fine to wrap this um, I, I, I think we probably got a, a couple more minutes because i know that sarah you've got a you, you, you've got a shoot
1: in a in a bit but i was just interested <laughs> uh, uh brian that um uh, with your audience that you had built before you joined vmware and, uh, and sort of stayed the same um do, do you have any idea you know, how that's broken down? I mean, I, I I guess the answer is because you just love to post content, and when you got passion and energy, you're not really sort of thinking about that kind of stuff. But do do you do you get the engagement from a certain group of people, or do you know that you have more followers in certain countries, or is it just organic and it just goes out there into the networks, and you you just you just carry
2: on? Yeah, I've never once looked at that. No idea. Um, you know, I I feel like occasionally I reach out to Twitter. Um, like a lot of my tweets are kind of one directional, like, hey, I'm going on the show, I'm doing this webcast or, or where I'm asking for something like, hey, we're just a call for papers, deadlines next week, you know, like these kinds of things. Occasionally I'll ask like, hey, Twitter, I, we're thinking about this, A or B, what do you think? And kind of get some conversations in there. That is very, very rare for me. Um, yeah. And so, like I said, for me, it truly is just um, I use it more as a broadcast medium um quite frankly and um it's it's tough i mean I, I like that twitter has like the conversation abilities now and you can like actually like, thread multiple things together but now you're kind of getting into well if it's not 280 characters if i need 17 tweets like why is it on twitter not medium but then you got the audience and it gets sort of complex in there and um you know if i have like longer things to write about or to really share i i'll blog them and then just link to those from linkedin Uh, and Twitter because I I, want to have like one place for conversation I don't want to have like a conversation like have a conversation on Twitter and the other half of a conversation on LinkedIn and the other half of a conversation on a blog and then it's everything's kind of scattered and you don't really know kind of um, uh, what's what's where but from my standpoint I mean I've done zero analysis I feel like I know a lot of people our industry so I work in it's called end user computing it's like a, a small subset of the overall IT industry and so it's a smaller world and so i've been doing this like i said 25 years a lot of these people who i engage with in twitter i've known for 10 or 20 years mm. um and so there is um so there's those people who i know who are like other like folks in this industry who've been doing it a long time but that's probably 100 or 200 the other twenty could couldn't even guess uh yeah
0: i and i don't have to go tim because now we're in lockdown in the uk so i've got uh, i'm no i'm in no oh, sorry i'm Apologies, going nowhere sir.
1: i thought you were i thought you were no i'm not rushing
0: out the door not anymore not now we're in lockdown but i can hear lots of fireworks so i'm hoping you can hear me all right because it is bonfire night over here brian um which means there's a lot of fireworks going off around us so it's not it's not something you have over there but we do have over here so it's good i did have a
2: a, night so hardcore
0: oh bonfire (laughs) night yeah it's guy fawkes night yeah, it's a uh, oh, fireworks night. I don't know what what's the official title, Tim. I don't I can't remember what it's called now. Anyway, it's the night no, of the guy year Fawkes. we set guy forks. That's it. Look it up. It's a uh, British tradition to do that. I was going to ask you actually. You mentioned blogs there um because i read your eulogy blog when they shut down brianmadam.com i was almost weeping at the end of that brian i could i could hear your emotion coming across but then i thought you put a lot of content on that how on earth do you find time to do like crazy videos write your own content because i know i I can see you write your own content because speaking to you hearing you i can read it as well yeah um you don't even think about that how do you manage your time to be everywhere and writing and
2: you know well it's and it's kind of funny because this also sort of goes to the earlier question about people like social media influencers who work at vendors you know should Mm. they get paid more for doing social media and like well no I mean it's part of their job like they get paid for their job so (laughs) I feel like if they're working there 40 hours a week or whatever is full time they shouldn't do this like on top of that, but um, you know, make it part of your job. If that's part of your job, that's that's part of your job. Um, yeah. You know, when I, so BrianMadden.com was a website that I started in the early 2000s. It was a blog uh, about end-user computing and all sort of stuff. And I blogged on there and started to build an audience. and And then I sold that. Well, we got to we grew to be like a five-person company. Sold that to TechTarget, who's an IT media company. So BrianMedden.com is still a thing. It's just owned by TechTarget. I worked there for eight years. Then I left Tech Target. Um, and once I left Tech Target, after a couple of years, my other two friends who had joined us and were working on the blog with me, they also ended up leaving Tech Target. Uh, actually, both uh, joined me here at VMware. Um, so, what? Awesome. So, BrianMedden.com is the Tech Target property and didn't really have any more like the Brian Madden people yes. at it. So, <laughs> so, so, they shut it down. Um, and it's too bad like they shut it down like site is gone so 2500 articles wow. you know like 15 years of history and that's what that ulg was about which is off my linkedin oh. page um i don't blame them for that per se i almost blame google more for this because google punishes sites and domains based on how um much traffic they get and how active yeah. the pages are and like for dot to be like an archive snapshot that has you know of those 2500 articles Probably most of them are only getting one visitor a month because they're like yeah. news stories from 10 years ago. And that punishes the whole tech target network. Like I get why tech target had to do that. I w- would have liked some heads up. Just not, but, I mean, yeah. I didn't work there anymore. It, it's fine. A- yeah. And I told them like it's, it's all, all all fair. Um, but the thing is, when I was at BrianBadden.com and when I was at TechTarget, like blogging was part of my job. Okay. And so, um, even before we sold the company to a tech target, you know, I was giving speeches. I was doing consulting. We had bribe I was running books. I was doing blogs. I was doing the podcasts. It was just part of my job. Yeah. So I found time. That's like saying like right now, how do you find time for meetings? It's like, well, because they paid me a salary and I just like show up and go to meetings. A bit, <laughs> a bit ahead of <laughs> your time
0: though, though, creating content like that in that, in that state, you know, at that time, um, you know, these days, it's you're just adapting to like more video, more conference, more um, that kind of thing. So it's quite, you know, you're mixing it up a little bit with your podcast, your webinars, and different kind of content types. So not just the written content, which is
2: Yeah. Quite... And, and, and I think that's important also, because um, mm. people learn very differently. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't like video. I'm not a video guy, mm. I want to read, I want to read instructions. I don't go to YouTube, like I watch old video game histories on YouTube, like 8-bit guy and stuff like that. I don't I don't watch YouTube like how to fix your drain. I read the article, text about how to fix a drain. Okay. Other people um, have more harder time processing with reading and stuff. My brother-in-law, um, he's a video guy only. Like he has to watch a video to do things. If you give him a list of like 45 pages of instructions, he's like, yeah. uh, is there someone on YouTube to show me this? I can't deal with it. So yeah. if you want to reach everyone, um, it's important that you... Um, you arrive on the mediums that they want you that they're receptive to right mm. so if you have a message you got to the world it's got to be you know here's some tweets here's some um short form here's a video here's a longer video here's a how-to here's a webcast here's a book here's a blog here's a you know whatever um that doesn't have to be one person doing all those things by the way it's just mm. that like if they're here is a story i want to reach x audience it's not so much about just to put a blog it may be there's a blog and a podcast that's audio only and a video that's audio and video um, yeah and here's a tweet and here's a linkedin you, it, they have to be there um, I'm, having think...
0: a bi- I'm having a bbc moment here uh i've got oh, my, my youngest one. Oh,
2: hi. <laughs> she's the star Pink of the show Seattle. coming in it's orange uh, and blue here
0: oh gee i am so uh, sorry so um, <laughs> um let me just uh remove said child so, so Brian, what,
2: what i love about
1: <laughs> um about the sobriamadden.com uh era i suppose was that you you're you're a natural content creator, and when we're when you know Sarah and I try and help organizations or mass try to you know encourage uh, employees to 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 work on their personal brand and to and to um, really sort of um, uh, fuel their passion into their profiles, then some of them are not natural content creators. But you but you had so much of a rhythm beforehand that now yeah. you've got the platform and you can just be who you want to be when you want to be that. Where I suppose other people are under pressure to you know are they fearful of creating the right content do they have the audience and you know it's it's really tough for them uh, to be able to get started so I think it's great that you can just create what you want to on the right channel and and you obviously love to read a lot and that just fuels your your content creation. So I think it's just a it's just an observation that that obviously really works for you. Uh, and I hope that it obviously does inspire a lot of people to, to try and follow suit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of really great points in there. I mean, you know, first of all, um, I've been doing this a long time. Um, I mean, I wrote six books, 2,500 articles, um, uh, countless webcasts and these kinds of things. It, it, it is, it is, a, it is, it is a learned, it's an acquired skill. I was not a good writer when I wrote my first, it's like everything. Like, how do you write a book? You know, open a copy of word file new blank okay <laughs> now <laughs> with dark and stormy night uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the first the first three chapters i wrote in my first book i ended up thrown away because they were garbage by the time i got to the end of the book and went back and like I, I was a better writer even in the nine months i worked on that first book 20 years ago um so all these are acquired skills you can learn these skills um uh, and, and it got to a point where i just you, know, you then you can just crank it out and one of the things with all the social media and online stuff is like blogs you can edit them later you know um, I talk about how, like, I try to be very particular about all the details and paying attention to detail. But you also have to know, like, where to put the effort. Um, when I was doing blogs, I was ri- writing it, maybe just write and publish. Maybe if it's a random thing that it takes a lot of work, I'd give it one more read through and then publish. Mm. You don't need 15 people to approve this. It's it's a blog. It's not the New York yeah. Times. And, yeah. uh, like, it's a blog. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, push print. Publish. If there's a typo, you go to the website, edit, change typo, save. That's it. You don't need all these yeah. people to look at that. So um, that's one of the things that I think large organizations, you know, um, like oh, you have to submit the blog and it has to go through here, and here's the standards, and legal has to look. And uh, it's you know, the, the organizations you have to trust your employees. There's a balance there, and every organization is going to have their own like way to how much power we give to the individual employees. Um, the other thing too is uh, we talk going back to this authenticity thing. I've always said I create the content that I want to consume. I wrote a book, my first book was kind of unlike other any uh, unlike other .IT books at the time, in the terms of voice, um, you know I broke the rules like I and did sentences and prepositions and did all these things like you know dangling participles and these, all these things that, that, that you, thou shalt not speak this way. this was not proper English. I'm like, nah, I'm an <laughs> IT dude. this is how we talk, this is how I write. Um, and, and for the conference, I created the conference I wanted to attend. Um, yeah. And the thing is, so that that was very valuable to me, and that's what like has my voice because I read about like a lot of people that blog who are like more corporate bloggers, whatever. And you're reading these things, and you're like, did anyone read this out loud? Who talks this way? Yeah. Like this is like a press release with an author sticker on the top. Like this is not how humans talk. I, I tell think... people read it out loud.
0: <laughs> yeah. Read,
2: if, if you're just getting into it, read it out loud. And yeah. to some people, like when I get content from, like I'll, I'll highlight a line. I'm like, send me a voice recording of you reading the sentence out loud. <laughs> I don't know what the f you trying to do right here, uh, and um, like it's things like that. But like it, it's it, it's a challenge because these larger organizations who are more like conservative and more you know like formal about things are like, well, we you know we are this is our brand and this is how we this is how we speak and this is how uh, and and you know I think that it's the authenticity has to be. Like you can't fake authenticity. No. Like you just have to be like, just be out there and put the content out in the way that you talk and your actual opinions. Um, that's the other thing too. Is like people are so afraid to have opinions now um, mm. because of like all this sort of microanalysis and parsing of every word and all that sort of thing. And that's, you know, that, that, that makes a lot of um, like corporate content, like very bland. Yeah. Um, and so if you're just sharing stuff without adding a perspective, like you have to have a point of view, a point of view, like why do you exist? Why yeah. do I follow you? And if all you are is just like a retweeting the corporate, you know, 10% off, get your orders in by Thursday. Like who cares? Mm. Um, so there's gotta be, some, and, 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 and the value also you provide can't just be like, hey, this is cool. Because yeah. like, who are you? Like, why am I following that person <laughs> to say something is cool? Like, I can say something is cool because I've been doing it 25 years and people know that when I say something is cool, it's cool because they know me based on my track record. But if I'm just, just starting out, you can't just like retweet Hey, check it out. Yeah. I'm like, why? What? 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 What's your perspective in it? Like, what are you adding to this conversation? And if you're not adding anything to the conversation, why am I following you?
0: It's a bit about but what everything you've said there, I think is just um, absolutely sums up what what this series is about, because I think companies can learn from this because too often it's marketing that controls it. And I can say that because I'm a marketer. Right. Hmm. We control it. We make it bland because we're just so paranoid. And we don't want to make it all uh, controlled. But they are sat on. Um, such amazing resources internally, who all have unique individual voices that need help building their credibility around content. You know, find their own angle, find their own voice. And you don't have to be controversial, but you should have an opinion, you know. And I kind of think, you know, if marketing could just see the absolute opportunity that's lying right in front of them, you know and just enable employees to find that voice and I'm I'm big with you on that Um, you know just write the blog and publish it right and then just change it after because you can spend so much time procrastinating about oh does that sound right is that the right tense is that the you know just publish it I'm not a writer and I do remember starting to write my very first blog which was a diary when I moved to Norway for five years and I and I was like oh shall I shall I and I in the end I just thought well no one's reading it I'll just keep publishing it and then in the end last check I did I had like 5000 followers and it was like how did that happen i was just writing it because i quite enjoyed it and i think if employees can, if yeah if employees can think you know why do you do this and just enjoy it and get on with it and pretend nobody's really reading it because they probably won't to start with it takes a while to build followers um just crack on with it you know stop trying to be someone you're not and i and that is something i take from this so thank you brian for reminding me yeah. of that yeah
2: content so, Content. Be interesting. Yeah. People will find you. Be yeah. interesting. Yeah. Have and, you caught?
0: Have your kids gate crash uh, LinkedIn live. You know, be,
2: <laughs> be interesting. Yeah, I mean, like you know, when when, <laughs> when everyone, you can tell the blog posts that I write, like I try to make everything yeah. I do interesting and, and stuff that's interesting to other people. But sometimes people from, you know, the corporate world are like, hey, we need a blog on this. Brian, you're the right guy to write this one. I'm like, yep, I got it. Um, but other times it's things that I really want to get out there. Um, and I try to make everything I do interesting, but you can really tell if it's like a pet issue of Brian where it's like, oh, oh, it's on, uh, uh-uh. uh, it's on, stand back 5,000 words in you know, four hours, um, versus like, oh yes, here is why VMware zero trust Solutions ought to be the way that you go for the future. Um, oh. you know, so it's, it's, I mean, it's it, the content that you create because you're fired up. You know, that's, that, I mean, the, the, these algorithms that sort all of the social media trends, right? And, and we, we, we talk about how the, the, the algorithm and sorting to be the most people get the most engaged is good for these platforms commercially. It's not necessarily good for our own like mental health. Um, but the underlying reality there is still true is that like when people get fired up, and it could be, about you know like some political thing or it could be you know about um, this software platform in this cloud versus that software platform in that cloud people can be fired up I've written some pretty fired up topics about the cloud um, if you get fired up and have that passion uh, it's going to be in the text that you put on to the screen and people will feel that uh, and people will find it um, it's just be authentic be put your opinion out there. And, you know if you say something that's like super super crazy you can always delete it and um and i've deleted tweets i i, I have even now at vmware i have had like one or two tweets where um uh, like i wrote something and um you know some colleagues are like really dude <laughs> and, I, and i'll look at it the next day and i'm like yeah that was dumb delete i don't even care delete it's my t- social feed eh, it's gone never happened who cares <laughs> No. I think it's great. Said, like we're talking about it, controversial, not like real yeah. controversial, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's great, and to be able to,
1: I suppose it's the blend of passion plus the content that that you want to get out there, and obviously companies are wanting to create awareness. But it's it's getting that um, it's getting that personal element. I mean, there was one person that I I met who was a passionate beekeeper uh, working for a technology company, so he wrote a blog on why the technology is like bees and beekeeping. And, and it was just a fascinating story. But he was very passionate about that. And it was only interesting because he poured all of his energy into it. Um, but it wasn't interesting in itself. The, the, as you said, the, the IT industry is not, is not that interesting sometimes with all of the products. So um, yeah, so I, I think that's a really, a really great message that, that you've given
2: everyone. Yeah. And you know the, the, the final thing I'll say is that um, at the end of the day, remember who pays your bills. Remember where your paycheck comes from, and so even though I have been like pretty outspoken and I'm my own person, and you know I'm passionate about everything, I am an employee of VMware, a ten billion dollar, thirty thousand person company. We are owned by Dell. Um, like uh, it's that's the world I live in, right? And so I have to recognize that, like, I, there are certain things that I can say and that I can't say. And I don't want to be the person who like burns my own house down because I'm like, no, that's bull. You know, like it's just at the end of the day. Also, remember, you can be passionate, you can be, but you also have to know like, mm, there's a line. If I was mm. independent, I would tweet this. Yeah. <laughs> you know text message that to your friend. Don't DM that on Twitter. That's too easy <laughs> to mess up and accidentally post that. Um, <laughs> just text that to your friend and be like, hey, if I saw BrianMad.com, I would write this. Ha ha ha. Be done. So at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> you can be passionate, just like remember where your paycheck comes from.
0: Yeah, love that. There's a line. I was going to say, Brian, because we are up on time now, but I was going to say, where can we find you? But I think we know where we're going to find you. First, we could just search for you in Google. But um, yeah, where are you on Twitter and LinkedIn, I guess? Yeah,
2: Brian Madden. Um, I'm uh, at Brian Madden on Twitter. Um, okay. And uh, LinkedIn is like slash in slash B Madden. Um yep. so Brian Madden, I have a picture of a it's me and a puppet um on my LinkedIn yeah, profile, puppet? My profile. I was gonna ask you about
0: that. Are you a ventriloquist or something nah, then? Or um,
2: <laughs> it was a puppet version of myself. We did this show years ago. It was just like a, a video show, and um there was a weekly show like 15 it was a long time ago, but uh April Fool's Day, one of the episodes was on, so we did we did the whole show as puppets. Um and so we were like down like that. Amazing. <laughs> but it, we got the puppets to look like ourselves. Um so <laughs> I'm gonna have uh, another look again now yeah and it like at the time i had like earrings and the puppet had the same earrings and the same shirt and i had like different colored hair and stuff so (laughs) um so yeah my my co-host everyone we we did um uh it was a puppet version and that was you know i i mean there's there's me and a puppet and pinball machines in both my linkedin and my um uh and my twitter profiles my my tagline is unfettered by formal education or training um which i got from the show um polling uh, british comedy uh that's a line that uh uh from, from that show um so you can still be fun and funny and out there and have wacky do pictures while also being like respectful and exciting but also still corporate uh mm-hmm. that is the line bottom that- line <laughs> though we can live in our basement and uh do all this from home without having to travel anywhere so it's pretty cool it's cool. Well, th- thank you
1: so much, Brian, for,
2: for coming on. It's been an absolute privilege
1: to speak to you. And I don't know how you blend so much passion, energy and being unfettered and get away with it and be paid <laughs> uh, a good paycheck by a massive company. So so you've obviously <laughs> nailed that uh, balance perfectly. So thank you so much. And for any of our viewers, if you want to see any of these uh, uh, interviews and, and episodes, then they're on analytica.com and tribalimpact.com. On the resources section. So thank you very much, Brian.
2: It's been a pleasure. Thanks,
0: Brian. Brilliant. Loved it. Thank you. Take care.
2: Tim, all (laughs) you're watching. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you.